This episode of Dopey is brought to you by Oro Recovery, located in sunny Southern California, in Malibu, in Silver Lake, and somewhere in Western Los Angeles is a place called Oro, founded by our friend Bob Forrest and his friends, Evan, Jared, and Bob, to create a place that treats alcoholism and drug addiction with compassion and connection rather than control. They have multiple decades in treating co-occurring mental health disorders, including the dread SMI, and they have amenities you wouldn't believe. The sound bath meditation, equine therapy, surfing, and of course, the potentially spiritually transformative sweat lodge. They also make sure the detox is as comfortable as possible, which is critical when you're kicking any of these drugs. Anyway, if you're fucked and you're willing to go to sunny Southern California, I cannot recommend Oro enough. This episode of Dopey is also brought to you by our friends at Sober Link. Now, as we all know, addiction is a serious issue that needs to be addressed. Nearly 15 million people in the U.S. have an alcohol use disorder, and that's alcohol only, not other drugs. Only 10% of these people get treatment. This can be attributed to the stigma that surrounds addiction and how people don't want to talk about it. And this is why Soberlink reached out to us at Dopey for a partnership. Soberlink supports the no-judgment zone that is Dopey and strives to erase the stigma of alcohol addiction. Soberlink's remote alcohol monitoring tool has helped over 500,000 people to be more accountable in their sobriety. You can't cheat the system. Soberlink has facial recognition, tamper detection, and test results sent in real time. 
Soberlink encourages connection and honesty, which helps to rebuild trust and maintain sobriety. The Dopey Podcast was started with open and honest conversations about addiction and recovery, and Soberlink encourages open and honest conversations about addiction and recovery also. And these conversations generally lead to a happier and healthier you. So we have teamed up with Soberlink again to create a healthy habits guide for those in recovery. Visit www.soberlink.com dopey to download the healthy habits guide. And if you or someone you know can benefit from accountability for alcohol recovery, you'll also find a form on that page to sign up for 50 bucks off promo code exclusive to you guys in the Dopey Nation. So let Soberlink help you or your loved ones to stay off of the sauce. This episode of Dopey is also brought to you by the great Knocking Doors Down podcast. Their podcast has the mission to end the stigma around addiction and mental health with humorous, honest, and vulnerable conversations featuring guest celebrities experts and everyday people celebrity guests sharing their stories of addiction and mental health issues include the great andy roy kat von d charlie sheen bam margera kelly osborne aj mclean from the backstreet boys cheryl burke from dancing with the stars butch patrick from the monsters and me from dopey dave it's hosted by Jason in Recovery for Addiction, Childhood Trauma, Sexual Trauma, and a Family Lineage of Addiction. It's co-hosted by Mikey, who struggles with substance abuse and mental health issues, including depression and anxiety. Knocking Doors Down is available on all major podcasting platforms, and they have full videos on YouTube. The easy way to see them is by going to kddpodcast.com. Check them out at kddpodcast.com. And we are still incredibly excited that the Zencaster podcasting platform has become a new sponsor of the Old Dopey Show. Check out the podcast's discount link in our show notes and stay tuned for why we are falling in love with using the Zen for our podcast. And before we get to the show, I just want to remind you that there's incredible new Dopey merchandise available in the Dopey store at www.dopeypodcast.com. If you didn't know, we have a beautiful partnership with these blokes out in Cincinnati, Ohio at SRO Prints. They happen to be heroin addicts in recovery just like us. And they make really cool shit. They have the new Smells Like Teen Dopey shit is available and a lot of other stuff. Look for even newer shit coming out soon. It is the perfect holiday thing to have under the tree is some dopey merch. And if you didn't know, I have like 100 pairs of dopey socks. Please buy dopey socks. Venmo me at Dopey Podcast. Buy dopey socks. I still have a few trucker hats also and some classic dopey snapbacks and maybe two classic oive snapbacks just message me venmo me at dopey podcast write me on instagram and i will let you know what to do here's the show enough with the fucking ads Hello and welcome to Dopey, the podcast on drugs, addiction, and dumb shit. My name is Dave. Now, everybody, hold on to your hats. If you haven't read the description, 
It's a very big moment in the history of Dopey. First of all, I hope your Thanksgiving was wonderful. Secondly, I hope you're grateful for stuff. But I'm grateful for the return of the one and only Ray King Brown. of New York, downtown, <laughs> Steppin Ray Brown. Steppin. Welcome back to the show. It's nice to be back. Is Some, it nice wait, to some, I think something's wrong. Is it recording? It's recording. Okay, something sounds weird. Something's wrong in I'm the gonna monitors? Do this. I'm going to do that again. Why are you doing that? Because it sounds weird in my headphones. Now, Dopey Nation, those of you who are very familiar with the life and times of Ray Brown know that he's traveled to South America and returned. Ray Brown, how was the sojourn? I never left North America. Mexico is in North America. Yes. That just shows my stupidity. <laughs> and there's another America between the two. Central America doesn't really count. It does? It's, yes. So, so in Mexico, they're like, we are citizens of Central America. No. They're, they're North, North America. America. So where does Central America start? Like Guatemala. You've been to Guatemala. I've been to Guatemala. When you go there, they're like, we're Central Americans here. Welcome to Central. Is it a thing? No. South Central America? No. no, no, no. So how was the trip? I know how the trip was, but tell the Dopey Nation how the trip was. It was, was. awesome. Did you eat any sort of uh, mescaline or peyote cacti? No, and I wasn't offered any drugs at all. Like, I didn't see any drugs. I, it, I expected to be offered something. And I was in kind of tourist areas sometimes, but... I know that happens, but I didn't. I didn't see any bars either. Like, there's restaurants where people you could, I guess, just order a drink. There's no place where you. There's no big foam parties, and everybody's eating mescaline and ecstasy and well, dancing to t- rainbow and there's stuff. A, <laughs> there's a town called San Cristobal, which all it is is mushrooms, and it's legal there. And they have the the uh, mushrooms, and they have the cactus hallucinogen, uh, not not peyote, another kind of. And people just go there to trip out, and it's like up in the mountains, and it's foggy and pine trees i think sting went up there to trip out uh, yeah maybe did you did you consider doing any sort of ayahuasca or mushroom oh, ceremony oh on your sojourn oh to, to no. central america <laughs> what a nightmare no so did you find the, the experience of traveling to be cleansing and do you have a new feeling of gratitude i i this thing that happened to me last year which i stopped talking about but i couldn't shake it off it it, it went down a little bit it would gradually decline but it's still there and once i got there it was just gone i was like and the thing you're talking about was the probably the greatest moment in dopey ratings in the history of <laughs> the dopey ratings moment was ray brown, heartbreak city with ray brown yeah and w- as soon as i got there i'm like wow i'm not thinking about that guy and i was like i hope it doesn't return when i get back and when i got back I was in that apartment where it all went down, and I'm, it's not. It didn't come back. So they call it the restorative properties of travel. It makes sense because well, what happened was like that happened, and then COVID happened immediately, and so I was trapped in that apartment with all those memories. Right, like that song. Here's to the ones that we got. Here's to the days and the ding, the because the dreams they call are the memories. Is and this the mem- a Broadway show? No, it's like Maroon 5. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. You don't know that song? I don't. I, no, no. Maroon it's a, 5. That's It's a very, very big popular band that wait, the young that's people the enjoy. The guy that always takes his shirt off. Yes. Yeah. Lots of tattoos. <laughs> yeah, I know him. And, Adam um, Levine, he's hot. Yes. And they had a worse Super Bowl show. But that song is a very beautiful song. It's called. I, I loved her song Sugar, which was written by. Did it go Sugar? Bam, 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 yes. bam, bam, bam. <laughs> no, it was written by this guy, Mike, uh, 
who's a pop star also, I can't remember his last name, who walked across America last year and got bit by a rattlesnake. Mike Dowdy? No. I don't know who you're talking about. But anyway, he does a version of it. It's really cool. But I wrote a song while I was listening to Sugar. And if you listen to the same, like the same things are happening in my song at the same time. This has nothing to do with the song that I was talking about. The memories. Da, 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 the memories. <laughs> what is Sugar? Sugar. Sugar, yes, please. Oh, yeah, that song is good. It's a great song. So what was the song you wrote that was like that? It's called uh, I Dug a Pony. That sounds familiar. Can you sing sing a little bit of that? You know, I've forgotten all my songs. I'm going to have to learn them for UK. You know, what's very exciting is that I think today or tomorrow... This Beatle movie is coming out. I'm going to have to get a free trial of Disney+. Plus. Are you excited? I've, I've watched a lot of the teasers, and it looks really good. And also, the Velvet Underground movie, I want to see that. I saw it. I can't believe you didn't see it. Oh, I got to get a free trial of Apple, which I did last year for the Beastie Boys. The yeah. Velvets thing is, is not... I mean, it, I didn't think the Beastie Boys movie was that good. Uh, oh, I loved it. The Velvets thing, I think, is better. I'm excited for you to see it, just to hear you talk about it. It's a weird career Todd Haynes had. You he know, did both. He's all over the place. What a good career he's yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. But even but this Beatle thing, to me, is like... Oh, it, it looks amazing. It's like me going on vacation. And it's going to be the restorative property of travel for my own yeah, vacation. Yeah. And what's that guy's name? The Hobbit guy? Peter, Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson. He... I saw the story. He was like, hey, could could I get like a picture of the Beatles together? And they were like, sure, come in this room. And he's like, what's all this? And he's like, it's all the leftover from Let It Be. Like it was a total accident. He went there for some other purpose. There are no accidents right yeah. now. <laughs> I, my across the hall neighbor who parked the bike there that I was like so furious about. And then I was like, that doesn't concern me. I don't need to get all bent out of shape. Then he built a closet and he put it. Hold on, slow down, slow down. You're changing stories. We're just talking about Peter Jackson. Now Uh, we're back in Ray's apartment building. I wanted to tell you about this. So then I'm I'm so angry. He's built a closet. So I take all this junk from my apartment. I put it where he parks his bike. And I'm like, that's not very adult. I'll just call the super. So then the next day. You like put a bear trap in front of his bike. So the next day I hear this. He's never made any noise. Suddenly there's like super loud club music coming. And I'm like, he's doing this against me or something. And then this horrible singing is like, and I'm like, what the fuck is this record that he's playing over and over and over to torture me? And then the next day it starts again, the same record. And I, I open the door. It's like super loud. I'm like, that's like a live vocal. He's singing in there. He's got a PA. He's not singing. So what happened? No, so I got the lyrics. I Googled them. Yeah. And I saw the name, his name. I'm like, wait, that's of the song, the writer. I'm like, I see those packages downstairs. That's So you're saying he's a professional techno musician? Except... (laughs) Maybe he's always no. been jealous of Rainbow. <laughs> yeah, he heard and Rainbow. And then he put up his bike to torment you, and now he just wants to cram his musical success no, down your throat. So I Googled him again. He has a gig coming up. So he's practicing. for On his video, he has perfect pitch, but this guy cannot sing. He's in his apartment. What's going, his name? I'm not going to say. But it's like... Uh, Is it Jamiroquai? Yes, it's Jamiroquai. <laughs> um... So you don't think he's trying to get revenge? You think he's just practicing? He's practicing for his gig. It's like in, I think it's tonight. 
Well, we had a, uh, we were speaking of Peter Jackson. Yeah. We've been working on a new Ray Brown contest for the listeners because uh, I believe Colin Hay from men at work is going to be coming on the show. So we're going to be having the Ray Brown. I come on the man down under contest (laughs) where people in Australia can submit dopey songs and the winner uh, will have the opportunity to fly Ray Brown to the land down under where Ray will come on the man down under. (laughs) There's only one problem is I'm not going to fly anymore. So you can take a, uh, take a steamship a steam, to come on the man yes. down under. <laughs> wow. So anyone in Australia who's, who might be intrigued at the prospect of Ray Brown coming to the land down under and perhaps coming on you and you getting a dopey song on the air, please submit a dopey it's song. funny because I was talking to somebody from Australia on the way up today. Do you want to hear another crazy story about synchronicity and how there yeah. are no coincidences? Yeah. Okay. You ready? I'm walking... To work, as yeah. I often do, as you know, I'm walking down Broadway and I'm actually on the phone with uh, Justin Cambria, the head maca. No, the guy from uh, who handles uh, the dopey scholarships. Oh. And I'm trying to get this guy into uh, a rehab and we're talking about it, blah, 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 blah. And, and Dopey Nation, we've given away like 21 scholarships. So if you're fucked and you have nowhere else to go, send in an email and uh, and we could get you somewhere. But don't think you can call the shots that you can like take right. video games in your phone <laughs> and like I'll go here, but I, I won't I'll go only there. I'll go to Malibu. Right. You have to be willing. You have to go to Pittsburgh. Right. You have to be willing <laughs> to go where Justin finds the spot. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm walking on the phone and there's this woman screaming on the street and she's like younger than me and she looks kind of familiar but I don't I don't really recognize her but she recognizes me and she goes Dave thank God and I'm on the phone with Justin I'm like I, I and then I realized who it was it was a woman who was at my meeting downtown you know oh, where, where yeah. I got at sober the church. uh the first time and um and she was screaming and crying and a homeless man had just assaulted her oh. and spit in her face. Oh. And uh, and she was fucking traumatized. Sick, crazy trauma, right? And uh, she goes, she's like, I'm like, I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. Right. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. And then she's like, I was like, where are you going? And she goes, I was going to go to Equinox and see if I could clean myself yeah. up. And I was like, all right, I'm going to help you. So I walk her to Equinox. <clears throat> and I'm thinking like, Fuck, she looks insane. I'm. I usually seem kind of insane. Were you wearing pajamas? No, I wasn't wearing pajamas. I think I was wearing this. Actually, okay. I'm wearing pajamas now. But I was wearing. I was wearing pants, and I uh, and I walked in thinking that they were gonna shun us because she was totally crazy, yeah. and I am me. And they took and her right equino- in. Equinox. They took her right in. Oh. And they washed her up, and they gave her oh. a eucalyptus towel. To, to, to refresh. I wonder if she should take some kind of antibiotics or something. Well, that's what she was afraid of. And then the other thing she told me is that she was pregnant. Oh. And so she was very scared. And um, you know how people always say how grateful they are to be of service and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I think this time was the first time I really felt that. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it was the first time I really felt like I was in the right place at the right time. And that I, it was so f- fortunate 
that I could be this incredible. She saw somebody she knew. And so handsome and charming. And (laughs) I, let me, let me take you here. (laughs) No, but it was like, it's rare. And and then also like, I've been talking to people who are like, you shouldn't be scared of homeless people. You should be. You should be scared. I encountered one on my way here. I'm like, I should probably cross the street. Was he from Australia? Yes. No. (laughs) No. No, but they're, they've, they've amped it up a notch. These homeless people in New York are out of their minds and they, they all look capable of killing. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm on the phone with people and the dude starts screaming and I'm like, I'm going across the street. I'm not yeah. playing. I'm not going to get spit on yeah. or assaulted just because I'm, it's like to walk. And, and like, I'm not saying this to put down people with mental illness. I'm just saying if you sense danger, yeah. move. No, that's, I stopped wearing my dead skull shirt because I'm like, who knows what that is saying to them? Like. What are you talking about? You know, my... The, Your Grateful Dead shirt. Yeah. Like, I had a few homeless people stare at that like it was talking to them, because it's a weird image. I'm like, I don't need to, like, provoke these people. Did you hear the news that Jonah Hill is going to be playing Jerry Garcia? Yes, I thought it was a joke. In the Martin Scorsese Grateful Dead <laughs> biopic? Oh, my God. That well, sounds bad. Yeah, it's possibly going to be bad. Somebody said, I thought he lost all that weight. Right, he's going to have to gain it back. <laughs> he's going to eat the Cherry <laughs> and, Garcia. And take heroin. Right. That's interesting. I, I, method actor. I ran into him at Katz's years ago yeah. and he was a dick. Oh yeah. He was a dick, but he, he was either a dick or he was very shy. Uh, but, oh. but maybe he's both. Maybe he's a very shy asshole. Right. I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's going to be interesting. What do you think about my story with this woman? Well, it's a good thing you were there. And isn't that rare that it's a good thing that I'm somewhere? <laughs> You want to hear this? But the thing is, like, people have a weird opinion about New York. But if that lady had called out to people on the sidewalk, I need help. I just got attacked. There would have been everybody would have been helping her. Well, that's the other thing, right? She's fucking by Union Square. Like, I think she had just gotten off the train. Mm -hmm. And this guy fucking goes bananas, you know, and. She's like, whoa, you know, get away from me. Yeah. And she's like calling out for help. And yeah. the guy says, these guys aren't going to do anything. Oh, they're not going to help you. And he says to her, I could kill you right here whoa. and they won't do anything. And she really took it to heart. OK. And then some woman walks up behind her and said, just walk. Because yeah. she froze. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the thing. If, if you move. You got to cross the street. Got to yeah. get out of that you've situation. You've seen those videos of people attacking the attackers and like holding them down in the subway. I mean, it's crazy here in New York now. It, like on 15th Street and 7th Avenue, right by me in front of my laundromat, two women were like just beating this guy went nuts. He didn't rob them. He just beat them up. And it You was saw like, it or you heard no, about I it? No, I read about it. It was like at 7 o'clock at night in the summertime. So it was light. It sounds like um, this guy could really benefit from BetterHelp.com. <laughs> I think it's too late for that guy. So it's, of course, time to say that this podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out BetterHelp.com slash podcast. You might not be feeling down and out and depressed or like you're at a total loss, but if your stress is high... Your temper is shorter than usual. This guy could have used this. Or even if you're starting to feel the strain in any of your relationships, you could probably use the chance to unload because life is full of stressors and it doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. Is your life stressful, Ray? No. Well, good for you. 
BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you might gain from it. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and dopey listeners in the Dopey Nation get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash dopeypodcast. That is, you want to spell it out for them, Ray? No. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash dopeypodcast. Um, do you think, you, can you spell, can you not spell? Did you not? I, I don't know how to read. That's fair. Um, so, fucking... That's a crazy story that I had to share with you. And, and and you're right. The headphones are being weird. Oh, there we go. There we go. It's the jack. It's that fucking jack that makes it sound like shit. And um, tomorrow, Ray's coming to our Thanksgiving. Yep. Are you excited? Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be you. I was here in this apartment two years ago for Thanksgiving. I remember. Manheim Madness. You just said my last oh, name no. on the show. That was a no-no. <laughs> um, at this year, it's going to be... Oh my God! It's gonna be you, yeah, my dad, yeah, me, Linda, Nora, Susan, Linda's mom, Linda's dad, and Linda's mom's friends, Andy and Pat. Okay. And they are noted Republicans. Oh yeah. Christian Republicans. Okay. Cool. You're gonna get a good kick out of them. <laughs> and uh, and before we set up Thanksgiving, we had dinner on Sunday, and Sue goes to me. Linda's mom says to me, Dave, just so you know. I'm not getting that big a turkey. So you're only going to get to have one slice. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, they didn't have 12 to 14 pound turkey. I'm like, my Long Island Wait, actually she's, she's British now. No, no. I, so you didn't have, and, and all I could get was a 10 to 12 pound turkey. So you're going to, you can have a, a leg. All right. Yeah. And I'm like, so what are you talking? I said, get the bigger turkey. She's like, no, you can have a piece. I got two boxes of stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> you can have all the stuffing you want. Exactly. It's fucking. That's that's what I'm dealing with. But are you? But you're not. You don't eat turkey, so it's no, no big deal. I don't know how big that is. Like like how big was this one here two years ago? My dad got two turkeys, and when oh. I told my dad about this, he said that's because they're goy. <laughs> that's what the goys do, David. <laughs> And um, we have a lot of people to hear from in the Dopey Nation for the Thanksgiving. Would you like to hear from somebody? Yeah, let's hear from someone. Do you miss the, Do you miss the Dopey Nation? Or are you still in touch with a lot of them? Oh yeah, I'm I'm in touch with them. Yeah, they they wrote to me and asked me if you were on drugs. Tell me everything. <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> They're like, "What's is Dave on drugs? His voice is weird. I'm worried." What'd you say? I Shooting was, speedballs. I was like, yes, right he's, now. He's so high. <laughs> Did you say that? I shot him up. Did you say that? We're getting high right now, no, listening to Brown I Sugar. Said, I was gonna get yeah. I was gonna get a pl pluck one of your hairs out secretly and drug test you. You can take as much. You want some hair? No. I'll give you some hair. How would you? If I was getting high, how do you think you would know? Uh, I don't know. Have, have I ever? I've seen you high on weed. I don't know if I've ever seen you high. I know what junkies are like. I mean, I would. So do you think your eyes would be your blue eyes? So it'd be easy to see they're pinned, which they are not. So you can vouch. You can vouch for me that I, his eyes are not pinned. His speech is not slurred. I don't seem high to you. No, that's what you're saying. You're you're, you're passing. I passed the test. <laughs> yeah, no, you're passing really well. Oh, shit. You know what? I, I, I've been uh, 
I've been unearthing old videos of uh, my old show. I meant to send it to you today. Yeah. And uh, I put one on Patreon. Yeah. And it's like me high on heroin interviewing this. Oh, I saw you high on heroin interviewing Pavement. Right. No, I wasn't high on heroin, though. No. I was just stoned. No. <laughs> but but the new Patreon video is all sorts of me being really high on heroin. I'm going to send no. it to you so you can see it. Dopey Nation. This is my quick Patreon ad. Dopey Nation, if you're not on Patreon. Ray, you're on Patreon. Uh, yes, I'm forced to pay to hear myself. Nice, very good. But there's some good stuff two, on Patreon. Two, am I two dollars? I think you're at the you're at the incredibly monumental two dollar <laughs> level, and you're complaining. I don't think you're cut out for this Patreon ad. But there's I just recently posted the Ray Brown Dopeycon Two song on Patreon. Did you oh, see yeah? that? No, people love it. I've stopped opening my emails. What are you doing, right? I don't know. I'm just like, I haven't looked at email since Mexico. Like, what if something stopped. important comes? Nothing. There's nothing important. Well, my point is there's a lot of amazing stuff on Patreon. Go to patreon.com. There's also crazy dopey gear, new dopey beanies with the fucking big bird coming out on Monday. I got one with your name on it. New dopey socks. I meant to bring you a pair. You can have them. I've lost my dopey socks. Well, I have a new pair for you. We have the black and... No one's buying the fucking socks. Guess how many pairs of socks I own. How could I... One. Over a hundred. And? And I have 55 pairs of underwear and like 40 towels. 40 towels? Yes. I, I have a lot of pairs of socks and I, you know how, like I always wanted to have those fancy socks. Yeah. Then none of them match anymore. It's like a nightmare. I just bought the same socks, like a bag of socks. They're all the same. So all my socks match. See, that's very smart. That's like the Albert Einstein school of, uh, of life. I really should do that. Now, before we go on, are you ready for the next ad? What's this one? This ad. There's a lot of ads. Shush, why are you complaining oh, about wait, Patreon? You're, stretch, you're not putting them all at the beginning. You're stretching them out. No, these guys want the, the better help. They want embeds. They want, the, it's called mid-roll in the oh. business. Uh, these guys, uh, okay. They're smart. Now, if you know me. everybody skips over that whole first section. <laughs> just listen to me, Ray. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with making dopey. Um, yes. And if you know... <laughs> Obsessed is not the word. And if you know Dopey, you know we've had some issues with our audio quality. Yes. <laughs> Which is why we are so excited to begin a partnership with Zencaster. What's that? A superior podcasting platform with crystal clear audio and video. If you are a podcast or a Ray, if you want to start a different podcast, I sincerely suggest trying Zencaster. Go to Zencaster.com and use the promo code DOPEYPODCAST and you will save not 10%, not 15%, not 20%, not 25%, but 30% if you want to do it. Is it like mastering? No, it's like a, it's like an app where if you're not here and you're at home, you clog into the app and I clog into the app and then we're like in video together like Zoom, but it's also recording separate channels of audio oh. and video. It's very fancy. Wow. They also, uh, they they do the transcript for you. Oh. So we'll see it all written out. All this stuff. I love when the transcripts are wrong. Yeah. I, it's, have China do your transcripts. <laughs> yeah. They do better socks than, than transcripts, I have to say. So let's hear from someone in the Dopey Nation and their gratitude. You ready? Are you ready? Yeah, I guess I need headphones. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. We haven't done an episode like this in a while. It's always fun for me. Is it fun for you to hear from these people? Is it yeah, a good time? Yeah. Do you like being a part of the Dopey community? 
Yeah. Are we recording now? Yes. Oh. You've taken a break, but here you are back again. Are you happy to be back? For Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving. Are you happy? Yeah. Joyful? Yes. Does it feel good? I'm coming over to your place tomorrow. This is it? What? One time? Once just a year. Like, Once what about a year. Christmas? That's too close. Valentine's Day? No, no. How about uh, Purim? You come on for a Purim experience? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Hold on. It's great to have you back. Lady Hold with on. a turkey hat. We're going to do the Ray Brown fucking Purim party this year. Okay. You're down? When is Purim? It's next week. No. <laughs> Hey, Dopey Nation, it's Tina from Philly, or uh, Teens, as Dave and Chris like to call me. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I, uh, I'm so grateful for so much this year. It, it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. Um, I don't know if you're out there and you're struggling or you're, and you're in a bad spot. Uh, listen to episode, I think it's 136. I'm on there, and... Um, it's a bad John. <laughs> I'm not sober. I don't think I can ever be sober. And uh, I want to kill myself. And uh, today I'm sending this voicemail in. I'm a little over two years sober now. And I got my own spot. I'm out of the recovery house in Kensington. I'm still in the hood, but that's all right. Uh, it's a palace to me. And uh, I just never thought any of this would be possible. Like, I, I never thought that I could feel the way I feel and, 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 and have the things that I have. And, uh, you know, it's not perfect. It's better than I ever had it. I, I know that. And, you know, I'm just so grateful for everything. Like, I can't believe this is my life. Like, you know, I, I, uh, I just moved into my own spot. And, like, like in the first couple weeks... You know, every time I went to go to like in, to the bathroom to like, you know, brush my teeth or wash my face, I'd, I'd always like go in my bedroom first, go in my bedroom first. And it, it took me a couple of weeks to realize like, you know, my, my toothbrush, my soap is in the bathroom. This is my house. You know, it's little things like that that I'm grateful for. And, you know, I hope I never forget, you know, I, uh, you know, everything's not perfect. They're, you know, I struggle just like everybody else out there, but, you know, it's better than I ever had it. And, uh, you know, I do what I got to do to stay sober. You know, it's, uh, I know Thanksgiving is rough on people and uh, I get the blues. My brother Joey died this year of an overdose. I'm going to be missing him. You know, it breaks my heart. I miss him so much. And, um, you know, but I got to do what I got to do to stay sober and uh, be there for my family because I don't want to hurt anybody anymore and uh I don't want to feel like I felt and uh so if you're struggling you know man like put the pride to the side get some help and uh because it's out there so I don't know that's all I guess I really have thanks for letting me share happy Thanksgiving Dopey Nation Dave I love you toodles from Chris go Eagles uh teens from Philly I love Tina's I'm very grateful for Tina's accent yeah I, I think of Tina a lot because for some reason YouTube wants me to watch videos of like the street in Kensington and I always think of Tina like she got out of that. It's so unbelievable. It Those, is? Yeah, there's like, it's kind of like like uh, carnage porn or, you know, it's like there's people that just go out there and film the streets of Kensington and then put it on YouTube and people are drawn to watch it. Like, like you. Like me. Like well, you. YouTube, What's carnage porn? It's just like it's just damaged people on the streets of Kensington and people get off on it or enjoy watching it. But I think of Tina, I was like, she got out of that. Although she's still in the hood. 
It sounds dangerous. I mean, dangerous for your sobriety. I think, if anything, her accent's gotten thicker also. I was thinking the same thing. Damn, Tina. What's going on down there? What's in the water? What's going on with your <laughs> accent down there? But um, listen, the thing about Tina, the thing about everybody in the Dopey Nation that sticks around, it's like, you know, I don't use the word family very often, but like we've known Tina, I've known Tina for, you know, since, you know, five and a half years, almost six right, years. She was right at the beginning. She was right at the beginning. She had years, then she went out. And like, I remember the episode she was talking about, Chris wasn't with me. We did the episode on Skype, oh. but I recorded it in the bedroom in there. And, and I remember Tina's voicemail, just like she just didn't give a fuck. And me and Chris like talking about it. And I don't remember where Chris was in his recovery at the time, but it, it's like here she is fucking uh, a sober person moving forward. And like, it's just awesome. Yeah. You know, let me ask you this. What? Is there any piece of my rah-rah recovery gratitude that's cheesy? Like, why do I fall back and think that it's cheesy? Maybe because when you started this, you said it's not going to be about recovery. And maybe you've seen people at meetings that are cheesy. You know, it's just, it's like people have been sending me that shit all the time. That in the, I think in the third episode, or maybe in the first episode, I said, if this becomes a recovery show, I'm not going to do it. Right. But I didn't have a choice. I didn't have a, I, I guess I could have stopped making the show, but I didn't want to stop making the show. Right. And the show had already changed before Chris died. Wow. It really, it really all changed. Like I was traumatized when the first deaths were traumatizing or traumatic. And when Todd died, I, I just, uh, the show had to change. And the purpose of Dopey isn't like to preach recovery. The purchase of, purpose of Dopey is to have a show that tells stories. But the fact that somebody like Tina, can be this example is I'm proud of it. And I'm also proud that like we have this community. I know that you got burnt out by the community because it was, you're too close to the community and now, and, but the community loves you so much and it's cool. That's not, that's not what happened. What happened? I just didn't want to do the show anymore every week. Well, what's it? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. This is a breaking <laughs> news. Breaking. Dun, 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 dun. Ray yeah, Brown. Somebody, somebody just wrote to me yesterday and said, I hope you're back on the show soon. Uh, listening to you guys helped me so much. And I'm like, I just find it weird. There's just no, us no, no, talking. no, 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 You were just about to open the great box buried in the closet <laughs> in Ray Brown's house that says, why did Ray Brown quit the show? I know why. I don't need to go through. There's like 10 reasons. Okay. What's the 10th? I'm not going to say. What's the 10th reason? It's, it's a lot of work. Ninth reason. I'm not going to do this. Eighth reason. No. Seventh. I know. I just, I wrote down the things and I'm like, no, this is not working for me anyway. It was, I went into it by accident. We went to West Virginia. I never said. Best trip of my life. And you asked me to do the show when Chris died and I said no. Yes. You were then, scared that you were going to catch some kind of a bad luck, like spinal tap. Or yeah. Something. And then you said, do you want to go to West Virginia? And then we did it. And then like another one. And then it was COVID. And then I'm like. I don't know. This you had nothing else to do. Right, nothing else to do. And then I'm like, okay, I did it for a year and a half. I don't need to do it for the rest of my life. Well, it's wonderful whenever you want. The, the seat is open. Now you want to hear from Dave Mascolani down under? Yes. Maybe he'll be the man you come on down under. <laughs> Hi, JP Nation. Happy Thanksgiving. We don't have Thanksgiving in Australia, but that doesn't mean that I don't have anything to be thankful for. I do. 
I'm thankful that I'm above ground and not in prison or an institution. I'm thankful that I've got a bed to sleep in and a roof over my head. I'm thankful for my higher power and my family and friends. I'm thankful for DAPI in all its manifestation, the social media, the nation and Zoom. Dave asked me to come up with a stupid story or something stupid that I've done. The only thing I can think of of it at, at the moment is that I became a compulsive degenerate gambler and for years I lived like a scummy dog and, and just lived a totally fucked up life. And I'm, I'm grateful and thankful that those days are over. So, yeah, um, happy Thanksgiving. Ray, do you ever feel like a scummy dog? I felt like a scummy dog, sure. I think I feel like a scummy dog right now. <laughs> I really do. I'm feeling that feeling, that scummy dog feeling. Did you know Thanksgiving is celebrated in America, Canada, and I can't remember, but some country in Africa. That's the only place it's celebrated. Why in Africa? I don't know. I was just reading like about what they serve at their meal, which is very different from what we have. What do they serve? Zebra? Okay. Yeah. Shrimp on the barbie? Yes. What do they Crocodiles. serve? Crocodiles. Crocodiles? What do they serve? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Do you want... Okay. I was at, There's a kid that goes to my meeting. He's got to be mid-20s, right? Yeah. He shared that he was a fentanyl dealer, right? And he, he had an apartment in Los Angeles and a house on Long Island, and he got busted with like a big bag of fentanyl. Yeah. And he's this kid, right? And his father drives him to the meeting every morning. And, um, and he's sober. And like, you know, he's what? Did he get sentenced? He No, the sentencing is coming. No. And he's, he's a little bit nervous. I never thought about that there's fentanyl dealers. I thought there was like dealers and they slip fentanyl into like no, other he just, things. No, he just sold fentanyl. He would, but he's going to come on the show. He'll tell his story on so the show. So people like, I want to buy fentanyl. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Crazy. I, I have to. How do you measure it out? I don't know. We'll find out. I, I would have to assume that um, if I was using, I would want the fentanyl. Seems so dangerous. Of course, but I mean, her- I mean, heroin was dangerous too. Yeah, that's true. You know, so so he shared this thing. Okay, he was, he shared. Um, there's a guy in the meeting named Paul who's also a junkie, and he shared this meme. Okay, and I want to see if you can relate. And this is me waxing philosophical and poetic. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna read it. I'm not gonna. Oh, I'm not gonna subject you to this. It it's not really a meme. It's like a poem. Oh, oh. It's a poem kind of thing. It was spring, but it was summer. I wanted the warm days and the great outdoors. It was summer, but it was fall I wanted, the colorful leaves and the cool dry air. It was fall, but it was winter I wanted, the beautiful snow and the joy of the holiday season. It was winter, but it was spring I wanted, the warmth and the blossoming of nature. I was a child, but it was adulthood I wanted, the freedom and respect. I was 20, but it was 30 I wanted to be mature and sophisticated. I was middle-aged, but it was 20 I wanted, the youth and the free spirit. I was retired, but it was middle-aged I wanted, the presence of mind without limitations. My life was over, and I never got what I wanted. What do you think about that? That's great. Really good. It's interesting. Wait, he wrote that? No. He got got off the the internet. (laughs) And he read it at the meeting, but everyone at the meeting is like an old toothless guy. And they're like, that's deep. (laughs) But like, I mean, like, I've gotten to the place where it's more like, 
I'm excited it's winter. Like, I'm not looking for spring now. I'm excited it's winter. I'm not. No? Well, I don't have any heat in my apartment. And your stove is gone. I guess they took my stove away. (laughs) So My my scary 80-year-old stove. So can you relate to that poem? Yeah, totally. No, like, you want all those things and, like... um, you're looking for something that, I don't know, you can't appreciate where you are right then. You always want what you don't have. Right. And you don't have any control over it. When you're 30, you're 30. When you're, and whatever. I'm, I'm happy at my age. You are a beautiful old man. And I did like Eternal Spring in Mexico. Yeah, well, it looks like, like you're going to go back. Yeah, I'm moving there. I'm going to try to get residency. I can't take it. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's like 75 during the day and 45 at night. It never changes. What am I going to do? Except I got altitude sickness. When you got back? No, when I was there and I was like dizzy. I couldn't catch my breath because I was at like 8,000 feet. But you got used to it. No, I thought I would be acclimated. And then when I got back, I'm laying in my bed and I'm feeling like I'm on opiates. I'm just like my, you know how that feeling like your body is just radiating pleasure? It's the oxygen. It was the oxygen. You needed the oxygen. Yeah. And it so felt good. I don't think I could live in those high towns that I was in. So where are you going to move to? Uh, Escondido or Huatalco. What am I going to do with you in Escondido? You're going to have to move down there. I can't move there. <laughs> all right, let's listen to somebody else. All right, you ready? Yeah. What up, Dopey Nation? It's Katie B. from California. Just wanted to send in a quick gratitude message to all y'all. First of all, I love you dopes. Y'all keep me going, man. Uh, You guys and my immediate support network, it just honestly like shows me how good life can be. My life is not perfect, and I struggle day-to-day with life on life's terms, but in all reality, like when I lay my head down at night, I know I'm good. And I know that, um, that it could always get worse. And all I have to do is pick up in order to make it a thousand times worse instantly. So, um, you know, today I'm grateful for just how calm my life is, despite the craziness. And, uh, Dave asked me to also let you know something that is, that I've done in sobriety that's stupid. I'm sure that list is long. But I will say this. I asked my older daughter, my mom, and my two best friends, Sarah and Trevor, like, what <laughs> what kind of idiocy have I gotten myself into? And, you know, it's been pretty calm. I mean, I'm a wingnut, but, like, I'm not doing the same dumb shit anymore. My older daughter did remind me of um, when I tried to move this guy into our house. So I have intimacy and boundary issues, apparently, (laughs) and uh, have only been attracted to men who live as far away from me as physically possible because I have issues I'm sure I need therapy for. Anyway, um, apparently one of these guys I was convinced I was in love with and I was going to move him into our house. You know, luckily my kids put me in check. um, And it is a good reminder that I do struggle with understanding boundaries and intimacy so it's just, you know, more, more things to work on. And, uh, you know, today I'm grateful that like, I'm able to recognize that, not get defensive over it and instead want to better myself. Fuck yo, that's big for this addict. So I'm super grateful for all y'all and, um, Dave, love you, man. Thank you for all that you do. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Stay alive, please, please. And thank you. 
Uh, stay strong, Dopey Nation. Toodles. Katie Bates. Fucking Katie. You know, Katie Bates, we do a Dopey Patreon Zoom every month. And Katie Bates comes up with a game show every month. Oh, yeah. I played that game. Yes. And uh, incidentally, we're doing it this Saturday, which is, I mean, I don't know when you're going to listen to the show. So maybe it's either before or after you hear this. It's Saturday night this week. It's free for everybody. We're going to post the link everywhere. And Ray Brown is going to be there and he's going to play a song. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I thought I was doing Patreon on my way up here. Can you do a song on Saturday night for the dopey uh, Patreon Zoom? I can remember how to play a song. Nice. Oh, you know, I learned Lady Jane on the dulcimer. Well, don't play that one. <laughs> um, oh, I wanted to tell you, you don't get high off of Profifol. My, are you sure? Yeah, I've had Profifol. Well, that that that's a great segue to the next the next returning guest <laughs> to Dopey. You might know her you, as you don't feel anything. You might know her as Dopey Dresner, Dopey Dres, or maybe Amy Dresner. But either way. Here she is returning to Dopey the Dopey Dress. All right, we're so excited. It's been too long since Amy Dopey Dress Dresner back on the show. Isn't it wonderful to be back? It is wonderful to be back. And it's our Thanksgiving extravaganza cornucopia of Dopecopia. Welcome back. Thank you. How you feel? I'm all right. I just, you know, just... I had a colonoscopy and endoscopy because i'm 185 and that was fucking gnarly man i mean everyone's like it's just and joe is just like joe shrank is like it's a routine procedure like i was like okay well my little fucking body did not respond well at all i was in bed for like four days i was like my stomach hurt so much i was like complaining to everyone about diarrhea and like whatever and i was in so much you know and he, he doesn't give a shit he's like he has like zero empathy. It's really weird. Of course, Joe Shrank. Joe Shrank with possibly the biggest, baddest, dopey tattoo on the planet. How many? Yeah, and he's a he's a we're great we're great partners for Rehab Confidential. But I would think we would definitely I would stab him in in real life if we ever saw I each other. I don't. Like, well, you don't do you don't do Rehab Confidential in person, so maybe you would. Stab no, because he's doing- traveling all the time. But like, yeah, that fucking someone called it a medical spit roast because they fucking go down your throat and up your ass simultaneously. No. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was out. They fucking, they gave me the Michael Jackson special, man. Propofol. I was fucking. Was that the first time you ever took propofol? No, I had it for my wrist surgery in May and I was fine. But this fucking bitch, I think she OD'd me. I was like, listen, I'm in recovery and I have a really high tolerance. And I probably shouldn't have said that because she was like, look, you're pretty eyelashes. And I said, please don't kill me on the table. And then that's the last thing I remember. They were trying to put this thing in my mouth. And I go, wow, that's like a ball gag. And I was like, can you at least bleach my asshole when you're down there? And that's the last thing I remember. No one was laughing at any of my jokes. They were like, just put that bitch out, like shut her up. And it was like, yeah, they found a polyp. And I'm Wait, so, so sexy, you asked, right? You I don't asked? know why I don't have a boyfriend. Let's well, talk you about asked, polyps. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's great that you asked them for the asshole bleaching as you're nodding out to, to infinity. When, yeah. When the nurse called me the day before and I was like, should I shave my asshole for this procedure? And the guy was like, uh, he just didn't Would even you know have what done to it? say. Would you have done totally. it? Totally. 
I shaved my asshole for someone and I told them I was over at their house. It was actually Thanksgiving. And I was like, it was, I was with a fan of, from Dopey who, um, he brought food over to my house and, um, that was the smell my finger story. That was the night of the smell my finger. I went over there and I was like, I said, I shaved my asshole for you. And he was just the guy just didn't even, he was like, whoa, I just don't even know. He was like, I, I will un- fuck you and eat your pussy. Like, just please calm down, Amy. Like, please. Can I relax. unpack this a bit? Hold on. So when you shave the asshole, right? You shave the asshole for the guy. Cause this is a Thanksgiving show for Thanksgiving, right? He was Thanksgiving. And- yeah. I went over there. Yeah. And was he, was and he appreciative? Happened. And you didn't, he, he didn't just. He- no, nothing no, happened. Like he no kissed me a little eating, bit, and then it's like, nothing, no, nothing happened. No, it was not was, Thanksgiving that I was grateful for. No, and it's been a year. Is that, was that last Thanksgiving? I haven't had two, sex in five years. But was that last Thanksgiving or two Thanksgivings? No, ago? it was two Thanksgivings ago. And then, did you shave your asshole for last Thanksgiving? No, why? Because it could who? be a Thanksgiving for the, thing. For Colonel, no. it could it could be a Thanksgiving thing from now on. I used every- to get waxed when I was with someone. I was like, that shit was like all you know, you know. I did the topiary. I did the hedge clean. I was good. But now well, I've been by myself. I'm like, fuck it. I hear you. I, I I think I think maybe it should be a Thanksgiving tradition, like with turkey and stuff. And and I want to know. <laughs> I want to know if uh, why is Joe getting so many endoscopies and colonoscopies. He's not. He's just like, it's a routine procedure. Like, I don't know why you're fucking complaining and why you're having such a bad reaction. I was like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it was horrible. It was really like everyone told me the prep day is really bad, which is the day that you can't eat and you have to drink like a gallon of like lemony, salty water. I'm like, what's it's like a gallon of lemon semen water. And then you just shit your brains out the entire day, right? So it's completely clear. And everyone said, that's the worst day. And I was like, okay. So I'm at the hospital. My friend from program picks me up. It's 4.30 in the morning. He's wearing a tie. I'm like, we're going to have a colonoscopy and we're going to, you're wearing a tie? He's like, my neck is cold. Trying to dress up for you. I was like, oh my God. That's nice. So it was really nice. He's great. He's amazing. And, um, is he taken or do you think you could shave your asshole for him one day? No, he's married and he's, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, but, uh, it was, he, he said if he'd known it was at four 30 in the morning, he wouldn't have, he would have been like, take a fucking Uber and I'll pick you up. But by the you time know. he committed, then he didn't know it was fucking that early. So I'm there and we're all getting COVID tests, right? And everyone's there for a colonoscopy pretty much, except for one guy who's like a, getting a spine surgery and no one else. I keep running to the bathroom because I'm still fucked up. Right. And everyone can hear like, and I can hear the nurse talking. I can hear her talking. I'm just like so mortified. And I'm like, why is everyone else's stomach sorted? And I'm the only one running to the bathroom. It was so horrible. And I just thought, fuck it. I'm never going to see these people again. It's a colonoscopy, like whatever. And um, some guy prayed in the elevator for us, and it was like really nice. Like everyone was freaked out by it, but I and I'm not like a big prayer person. And he was like, "Father God, please just like you know everyone, you know, protect everyone who's having a surgery today, and let everyone's results come back." And I was like, "I don't know." Like that really moved me. And then uh, uh, my nurse was amazing. The question I is, I sold this, her a book. Right? I sold her a book. <laughs> 
always be closing. How did you sell ABC. her the book? Did you carry the book with you? No. You have the book in the bag? Oh, yeah. You Dude, set up a little table? No, no we were <laughs> My talking. Fair and I said, hey, I'm in recovery. I said, I'm in recovery. I said, but I'm, I have epilepsy. And I was just giving them my medical background. And I said, but I have a high tolerance. And I think that, that was the mistake, telling them I have a high tolerance. No, how then did they you sell the book? Oh, so, so I said, I'm in recovery. And she said, that's amazing. I said, I'll have nine years in January. And she's like, that's so fucking amazing. And she then... Con- then confided in me that you know her ex-husband and her parents were alcoholics and she understood the whole thing and blah 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 and we started talking i said well i wrote a book and she goes what's it called and she screenshot it and like i was like deal Ka-ching. my agent was like yes even this that bitch the- sells well she's got a fucking camera up her ass go amy well that's serious business amy now this is my thing like i'm 47 i haven't been to the doctor in in a few years okay that's so very my- typical of people in recovery can i say like a lot of people don't want to go to the doctor i'm really good about it because i have to be because of my epilepsy so it's like but a lot of people are afraid to go to the doctor and i think that being in recovery a big part of it is like proactive health care and like grease and screening and all that shit it's really important it's so important I know. We're really bad at that. That's a big part, I think, of recovery that people need to be on. And they're scared. And it's but like, I, think, you know. I think for me, I'm scared of the colonoscopy. But I'm but you excited. Don't, you're too young. I'm right there. And I'm excited about the propofol. And you're saying no. you didn't enjoy oh. the propofol. No. Yeah. The first time. Well, you're first of all, there's no countdown. You're not like 10, 9, and then you're gone. You're gone. Literally. I she love goes, that. oh, look at her pretty eyelashes. And then fucking bam, I was out. Dude. I'm ready for that. And then like I could go for some propofol right so now. I was so fucking high. I couldn't even talk. I was talking to the nurse and I was like, I'm going to say I can. She said, I'm sorry, ma'am. You're too high. I cannot understand what you're saying. And I was like, and you said, you said, I'd like, to shot of, I'd like a shot of cocaine with the propofol. I what couldn't. You, she couldn't understand the fucking word. My Like my brain was working, but my mouth was like, yeah, bitch, we're not working. And then they fill you up with air. So they can they so they they can see everything. So everyone's farting their ass off in the recovery room. I think it sounds great. I mean, that sounds like the no, best time, the horrible. best day of my life. I haven't so, had a day that no. good in years. Fucking propofol so and farting. Do you know? Do you I know didn't I, get my. I did not get my brain back from the propofol for like four days. People are Amy, like, do I not talk tums? to anyone for business. You know what tums are? Do you know what tums are? Yes, I know what tums are. I'm on the planet. I'm not. Yes. I, I eat Tums just so I can have that experience all day of, of having farting. Like I fart all day because I just love the feeling. So if I could have propofol. You love the feeling of farting? I I do. I really do. Why? You like the release? I like the release. I like the relief. I like, I like emptying. I feel bloated and it ends the bloat. It ends the bloat. I want propofol well, and I you're want gonna farting. You're going to be bloated as fuck after they fill you up with like a fucking, like a helium balloon. I mean, like literally, I go, my stomach hurts so much. She goes, it's gas. She goes, just let it out. And then everyone's like, <laughs> I was like, this is unbelievable. This is fucking so, unbelievable. So my question is this. horrible. Okay. Everyone's like, I left messages. I was so high. Everyone's like, do not talk to anyone. You're still high. Like four days later, you're do you're not tweeting. Talk you're to tweeting. Anyone. You're tweeting. As soon as you get out of there, you're tweeting. <laughs> Don't talk to anybody. Of you're course. Like, Fuck yes. Wow. I loved the Twitter feed uh, with the propofol comments. Like I can, I can live on that kind of shit. 
Oh my God. Well, you know, I think that what's cool about um, social media is that when I opened up about like a colonoscopy, which is not sexy or hot or polyps and whatever, like people started to tell really funny stories. Like other, someone's like, I woke up in the middle of mine and they shoved, I took a home, they shoved me down. And I was like, oh my God, crying. And someone other was, guy was like, I was having my gallbladder taken out and I called the fucking surgeon a butcher and then I passed out. And then other people were like, I'm really scared. And I was like, DM me, I'll walk you through it. And people were talking about colon cancer and history of colon cancer. And it was like, it opened up a whole thing for people to talk about and connect about stuff that people don't talk about. And I think that that's really what social media is about. It's like, we all have to go through this. It's just the body. And I don't know, to me, like trying to look good, like, sure, did it get me a date? Fuck no. But like, I think that that's what's important is talking about the things that everyone's like, you keep it so fucking real. God, I love you. But maybe if like, you had shaved, maybe if, maybe if you had shaved your asshole before the colonoscopy, the doctor would have asked you out after I the I already had met the doctor. I was not interested in the doctor. Not now? Not a nice Jewish doctor? No. No. Okay, well, let me ask you this, Amy, all right? And I pre- I think your fucking social media is killer. I think the fact that you are so vulnerable is everything. Why and, not? Uh, I mean, just, I don't, I mean, I don't understand why not. Like, why try and look good? Like, who cares? Who gives a shit? Talk about the know. real stuff. That's what everyone, I mean... That's what everyone's thinking and everyone wants to talk about and they want to feel less alone. And that's what it's for. It's not for fucking. I mean, sure, I'll do a pretty selfie once in a while. But like, you know, it's not about pretending like you have your shit together. It's about connecting with other people. I mean, I admitted that I shazammed a Mr. Big song at Sprouts and people were like, I love that song. What song? Um... To be with you. How does it go? Can you sing it? No, I can't sing. I'm not singing. Don't fucking really. Sing it. You're talking about my asshole. Howie's singing it. Howie, Howie doesn't have a mic. Howie can't go on camera. Howie's the fucking worst these days. He like usually Howie pops in. Right, you can't even like, put a filter on me and make me look hot. I think you look pretty good. I think I think this is a pretty. It's for 185. Can I tell you something? I'm going to be very coy when I say this. There's a very attractive man, young man in the Dopey Nation, who was asking me if I if I thought they should DM you with sex stuff. Oh Jesus! He was asking if you shared your ass. Sex Not stuff. Not when he and sees then, after he sees this ski, fucking YouTube it, video. I think he's <laughs> oh, going he to be like, "That bitch is old." Really? <laughs> should I, I tell him? I don't want a sex boys where I don't want a sex partner. I want a boyfriend. I know. So I that's so what I told him. I told him that the DMs are closed I'm like until they're covering sex addict. Like that stuff's kind of triggering and I'm working with a coach and I have like super like fucking gnarly dating plans. Like if he wants to date me and he's hot, like that's different. Is he funny and smart and tall? Yes. Yeah, I don't know how I, don't, I never dick? met him in real life. The dick is like big and and girthy. How Large do you know? and in charge. I please. No. I ask for. I ask for pics. As, as soon as we start messaging, <laughs> I'm like, send me the picture. Now let me ask you this. It's Thanksgiving. What are you grateful for? Amy Dresner. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for um, my friends. I'm grateful for my friends that walked me through this and my sponsees who brought me fucking sticky rice and Gatorade and you know. Nice. I'm grateful the Colonel's better. He's all nice. better. Um, I'm grateful my dad's still fucking in remission from cancer. Nice. 
uh, I'm grateful uh, that uh, I can't say I'm grateful. I have to rewrite the proposal. Yeah, I mean, no, I I hope I don't have colon cancer. I mean, nice. I don't know. Are you grateful that this member of the Dopey Nation with the girthy cock is interested? Well, I think that's interesting that uh, that young guys. Yeah, but he wants to fuck me. He doesn't want to date me, like because he probably wants kids. Maybe he does. You know? Maybe you never know. You know, you know I, who is this not, person? I'm not going to say it on the show. Come on, what are you crazy? He's very attractive, he wrote, though. Very really? attractive. Very attractive. Ooh. And I'm Ooh. totally hetero. And that's how attractive he is. Wow. And, he, and how he wants to know if he shaves his asshole. And the answer is probably. That's how attractive he is. He probably shaves his asshole. Now, what's Why? this? Does he th- has he heard me talk? He, yeah, he knows you. He knows you. And when I say girthy, I mean like, I mean girthy. <laughs> now, Amy, what's the stupidest thing you think you did this year in recovery? So many things to choose from, right? God. Well, I started jeweling again. Oh. Uh, what does it give you? What does the jewel? What does the jewel do for you? Well, huh? what I've learned about nicotine is it's a really fucked up drug because it doesn't really get you high. I mean, what it does is it the 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 relief you get is the relief from the withdrawal. That's what the what nicotine does. It creates withdrawal, and so when you get a hit of nicotine, it actually it's a mild stimulant. It definitely is fucking up my stomach for sure. I know the doctor is going to be like, Doctor Vozogi is going to be like, Amy, you have gastritis. You not you have to stop the vaping. It's not good for I, your stomach. You have to stop the vaping. I Seriously. love it. I fucking love it. I know, but you I'm anything. It. I love don't. It. You know. Should I vape? I haven't smoked in four years. I haven't smoked a cigarette in four years. Okay. And I, and I work with this guy who's always vaping and I'm always like, let me hit the vape. Let me hit the vape. And now all of a sudden with COVID, he's not sharing the vape. So the other day he's like, I, you know, you can have it. And vaping is more, is more, is more addictive than smoking. I've quit both and vaping. I'm like in bed sick because there's something weird in the juice uh, quitting smoking I'm just an I'm just a fucking asshole for like a he, month he gave me the vape and I hit the vape and it was the first time I had hit it and I haven't even mentioned Did you get fucking like lightheaded and felt tingly I got a little bit lightheaded and felt tingly but I don't like vaping I like smoking I fucking walk down the street and oh, I see, see smoking I don't like it I don't I mean but the problem with, sm- with smoking there's a beginning and end to a cigarette vaping you're getting much more nicotine you can do it all the fucking time and it's like, it's a fucking nightmare. No, I know I have to stop. I mean, you know, you know it's stupid too. But I did Chris that. Died. Um, I got, what else did I do that was really stupid this year? Um, I mean, I, I mean, I, I try not to judge things as stupid. It's like, I'm doing the best I can. I can be reactive. I got in a fight with someone and Fist then fight? we made amends to each other. We're not talking, huh? Fist fight? Pulling hair and stuff, throwing no. Blows. Oh God, no, no. Punches. I'm not violent. So, hello. Choke. Once you've been arrested, you're never violent again, ever, ever. I'm not violent in general unless I'm high. So, just why I don't get high. Everyone's violent on Four Loco. Come on, that's I that shit you. is nuts. Um, um, 
I didn't do that much stupid stuff, really. I, I don't think. I think I was, you know, I was, I, you know, I struggled a little bit with depression. I think, um, you know, I kind of, I just, I mean, the things that I think I did was I just, I dropped my meditation. I dropped my working out. I kind of just, you know what I mean? I lost my routine. You know, um, I need to rewrite the proposal again. Ugh. Um, I did some What's really good things. I got some really good boundaries. You know, I fired someone I needed to fire for a long time. You know, I started to get some boundaries and be like, you know, this is not acceptable. And it's really hard for, to, for me to do that. Well, I think that all sounds very good to me. Um, what's the new book going to be called? I don't know yet. I have a couple working titles. That's the last problem. Well, I mean, now he know. wants me to, you know. Listen, we talked I a little know, bit about it. I know that the book is going to be killer. I am so oh, happy. So. To, I'm happy to have you on the show. I'm happy to have shared the story about the girthy young man who's interested. I can see that made you happy. I was happy to hear. Well, about yeah, it's always. I mean, it's nice to always that someone thinks you're attractive. Fuck, that is nice. And because um, a lot of men are freaked out by me, they're like, "Wow, she's a lot and kind of gross, and she's sort of a dude." And like, you know. I think now that they heard about the farting and the potential shaved it's asshole over. for Thanksgiving, yeah, it's no, over. I think you might be in with some new new kinds of guys. <laughs> He's a pervert. Maybe I think he's like, I'll fucking wait a second. You want to be fucking, you know, the, what did I call it? Medical fucking skewer. What did I call it? You called it. Um, uh, uh, what do you got? Spit, spit. What is it called? When you, when spit, you, what roast. Are they, spit, spit roasting. Spit. That's ro- what I, someone else called it. That I have to. Well, that that's was when it's not two mine, guys. That's genius. when a guy's in the front and yeah, in the back. I don't. Yeah, that's like a porn Who thing. Who gets I'm not, in situations yeah, like that? I, I mean, like, I, I, I never. Don't, I mean, I've had threesomes, but I, you know, I'm with yeah, two that's guys. Not my jam. With two guys. Yeah, but I didn't want to fuck the other guy, and I didn't know. Was him. it a spit roasting? So Did that him. happen? Was that no, on the table? No, fuck no, no. Was the was your I've asshole had shaved? Mostly my threesomes were with girls, with two girls, with with was another girl. Was the asshole shaved for this for this threesome? The doubled guy. Oh, threesome? this was when shaved? I was shooting coke, and I was like a, such a whore. So yeah, everything was shaved. How do you shave the asshole? Is it with a mirror and a straight razor? What do you do? You just fucking, it is pure intuition and fucking just like Helen Keller feeling it out down there. All right. Amy, it's always an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. So thank you for coming through. Hmm. Thank you. It's so good to have Amy back on the show, especially talking about shaving her asshole. Ray, have you ever shaved your asshole? No. I, for some reason, I imagine her with like a straight razor and like I don't know how you would do mirror. that. Yeah. I don't know. How, they, people wax it. They don't shave their assholes, right? You know yeah. a lot about this stuff, well, don't you? Wouldn't you have to go to like a salon to have that done? Would it be called a salon if they're shaving your asshole? <laughs> no. So Shaving your assholes just sounds like bad. I would be very scared of cutting myself. Tell me about your experience with propofol. I had my appendix taken out and they, you, they just... Go, we're going to give you anesthetic, you know, with this now, and then you're gone. But then when I came to, they said, you were saying some really weird things. And I thought, they must have heard everything. So I must have been saying weird things. You were like, I'm a daddy. <laughs> I like the 69 law enforcement. What are you saying? I don't know. But they were, they, the look on their face was like, not, they weren't laughing and ray how long how you what do you have a year and a half two years how much time in silver you have now i don't know you don't even know no do you think about it 
No. Do you think about super vodka? No. Kratom? No. Weed? <laughs> Propofol? Oh, I took, I, I took, um, what is it called? Delta, Delta, Delta 8. Delta yeah. 8. Yeah, Why Delta don't you tell that story? <laughs> I, I kept seeing all this stuff for CBD. I'm like, what is CBD? That sounds interesting. It's all over my neighborhood and Kratom everywhere. And, um, Oh, and, and this guy wrote to me. He's, he said he's going to send you a voicemail about how bad Kratom is, and people think it's just this, like, legal thing. But He did. Oh, you got it? We got it. Oh, it was good. great. Oh, so um, I got the CBD, and I took it, and I had no, because I was like, maybe it'll help me sleep. It had nothing in effect, and it was expensive. And then I was like, I need to try the Delta 8 THC. And I took one. And I didn't feel anything. And like an hour later, I took another one. And then like instantly I'm high on weed and it's awful. And I'm like, I hope I don't get any higher. And I didn't. I was just like so mildly Did you high. put on like the doors live in Madison Square Garden, 1970 yes, yeah, in the end? Yes. I started dancing. Did you? No, it was just like, it was like instantly I had uh, tinnitus and I'm like, slight, it was unpleasant. It was unpleasant. I'm slightly high. And I'm like, oh. Okay. Do you think if I took a bong hit, it would be pleasant or unpleasant? Of Delta 8? No, regular. I, you like weed. I don't like weed. So you think, how does Delta 8 differentiate from regular butt? It's like light beer or something. So, but light beer is like beer. Right. I don't know. It's like, I, I read a lot about it. And like, people said it's. it's if I smoke Delta 8 butt, am I relapsing or not relapsing? I think you're relapsing. Okay, what if I smoke CBD? What if I smoke bong hits of I, CBD? I, you're not relapsing because there's nothing in CBD. They sell CBD flour to smoke. I know. I saw I could, it. So you're saying I, it's so if I, that would be like non-alcoholic beer. If I smoke joints of it's CBD like flour. It's like decaffeinated coffee. Right. I, maybe I should start doing that. It's, <laughs> it's really expensive. Would it give me like emphysema? It's not good to smoke anything. Full flower CBD. <laughs> Dopey Nation, does that give you emphysema? It doesn't give you anything. Can I get the purple OG right. CBD full oh, flower? They take it so seriously at the store I was in. And it was like, dude, you know, let me tell you about all this. And, this. and then afterwards, I'm like, oh, that's bullshit. None of this gets you high. Now, speaking. None of this has any effect for me, maybe for some people. All right, Dopey Nation, if, you, I, if you've had a different experience with the Delta 8, please send in a voicemail or an email to dopeypodcast at gmail.com. Red emails or played voicemails will win you a new pair of Dopey socks, by the way. Yeah. You know that? Right. I don't, I don't need any more socks. You don't want Dopey socks? <laughs> Maybe. You don't? Yeah, we're all... All right, hold on. Now, this is Don, my good friend Don, the head of the Dopey sales team. And I think he might talk about a little bit of Kratom in this. You ready? Yeah. What up, Dopey Nation? This is DJ, or Don, as I've been referred to and been on the show as, uh, wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. And uh, here to say that I am uh, I'm really grateful for uh, for all of you and for, for Dopey in general. Um I have been a longtime listener of the show, and as one former guest said, uh, Johan Hari, uh, connection is the opposite of addiction, and it's important for me in my recovery to stay connected and not get isolated, and Dopey helps me do that, and I am very grateful for it. Um, Dave asked me to mention one of the craziest things that I've done in my recovery, uh, which has been going on now for about 20 months. Um, and what, what came to mind was when I 
tried to incorporate Kratom into my program, um, I thought that I could get away with using it because it wasn't heroin. And uh, it didn't go well because I used it like it was heroin. I used it like I use any substance and um, and was using it every day and got dependent on it and was actually in treatment at the time at Aloe in sunny Southern California. I was fucked. I went to Aloe and uh, because of Dopey, through Dopey, and got dependent and they found it. Um, and it was super embarrassing. And I had to kick it and it was a terrible withdrawal, like really, really bad. People say that you don't withdraw from Kratom, but that is not true. Um, you do. And I don't advise anyone to try it. So if you're out there fucking around with it, um, stop before it gets too bad. And if you haven't started, don't, don't start. Um, so anyways, hope everybody has a, a healthy and happy holiday and uh, stay strong, Dopey Nation. Toodles for Chris. Peace. I don't know. I mean, he tells me he likes to be called DJ, and I still call him Don. What does that say about me? Is that his initials, or is he a DJ? His father's name was Don, and so he's Don Jr. Oh, Don Jr., okay. But like, he, he, I was introduced to him as Don, and I now I can't call him DJ. But I should. DJ, I'm sorry. I'm going to try to call it. I think it's so cool to call him Don. DJ. Yeah. So I'm going to start calling him it's DJ. It's like Br'er. Do- oh, <laughs> You know, Br'er wrote the Good Morning Dopey song. Yeah. And people are raving about well, it. Well, he didn't write it. Right. It's uh, it's an old it's song. Hair. Now, you, you know, those guys that wrote Hair, well, the one the one that was still alive that didn't die of AIDS, they came to that Kristen Johnson show every week. That, that guy came to the, the Christian. The piano player? The, the guy that wrote Hair. Well, there's a piano player named Galt McDermott. Okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like the fucking best. Have you ever listened to Galt McDermott? No. You ready for this? I'm just gonna blow your fucking mind out of your head. And this is gonna but, this is gonna be unmonetizable because that's the way YouTube works. If you play something, you can't. It's just done. But I don't right. care. This shit. It's like my favorite fucking song. You but ready? How did those guys write all those incredible songs and never did anything else? They had like five. Galt McDermott did this song. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Fucking hardcore funky. Yeah, nice bass. You ready? Yeah, man. This is what I sit on the train and listen to, man. Oh, yeah. You want to hear it with the lyrics? Yeah. It's not as good as the lyrics. I feel like I'm at Smalls. It's happening, though. Here, the bridge is really happening. Listen to the bridge. Great. You want to hear it with the with the with the vocal? Yeah, let's hear the vocal. It's a different version. Well, yeah, this is the version with the vocal. Coffee cold. 
brown and indifferent Coffee brown is the brown, brown rose Brown rose Coffee sweet, <laughs> yeah. sweet and indifferent It's way better with, without the vocal Yeah But um, that's Galt McDermott who wrote Hair If anyone in the Dopey Nation was interested in that I'm sure they weren't interested in that Um Speaking of music, big time music podcaster from the uh, the great ganja fields in Northern California, of oh. course, <laughs> the one and only B. Getz wants to wish a happy Thanksgiving. But before we get to B. Getz, let me ask you something, Ray. What are you grateful for? Oh, God. What are you grateful for? I used to go to Thanksgiving at my dentist, and he would make everybody say this. He would give everyone LSD and then ask <laughs> yeah, what you were grateful yes. for? But he, he would do that, and I'd be like... Oh, I have to make something tomorrow. Up. Get ready. Linda does You're that to everybody. Linda does that to say, everybody. I'm, gr- I'm grateful for all my friends and family. Are you? Well, that's except what for I you say. guys for making me say what I'm grateful <laughs> right, for. Right. Fucking, I've been reading all these things about these ayahuasca things, like these, these like, and I kind of want to try it. Yeah. Yeah. I want. I want MDMA for my anxiety. I want ayahuasca. I MDMA for anxiety. Yes. I want M- Xanax. For I, I'll anxiety. take. I'll take both. Yeah. And I also would like. Uh, I'd like. I'd like to go on a spirit quest to the to the ayahuasca kingdom. I think the the funniest thing you ever said. Yes. You and I were talking about morphine drips and being yeah. in the hospital, like when you're dying and yeah. they give you the morphine drip. And Dave goes, "I can't wait." <laughs> <laughs> Listen. I'm I'm gonna just jump in right here. I'm grateful for my recovery. Like, I, I, am, I think I'm gonna die next year. I'm 95 years old, so you can start it now. Yeah, <laughs> start me at 93. Give me two good years at the end of my life, and let me smoke cigarettes for those two years. You know, I vaped. I vaped. I, I heard. I didn't know you did that. No, no, no. I vaped recently. Like, I heard. That. Where did you hear it? Uh, Amy Drosner. Oh, I told Amy. Yeah. She didn't listen to me. She ignored me when I said. Yeah. It. Um. Yeah, I vaped. It was really not good. Do you know I have a vape in my secret closet in the bathroom downstairs in my house? When Chris died, they were going to make a dopey vape flavor in Chris's honor. And they sent me a bottle of juice and a vape. And I haven't taken it out, but I think about it from time to time. What's the flavor? I I don't know. It was going to be like unicorn puke or whatever whatever Chris used to vape. You know? Fucking crazy. Um, You don't like vaping. No, I I never got addicted to smoking. Uh, I would just smoke when I was drunk. I just like interviewed. Bar, you know? I just interviewed a pretty famous actor. Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Do you still smoke weed?" He's like, "No, I just vaporize it." <laughs> like, <laughs> like the same thing. I know. All right, here we go. Here he is, straight from uh, the ganja fields of Northern California. You know who he is, the one and only Begets, and just he always does a little music intro, so don't get confused. Okay. 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 Greetings, Dopey Nation. This is your boy, B. Getz, of the Upful Life Podcast, coming to you live and direct from the ganja farms of Northern California as we wrap up harvest season 2021. That means it's Thanksgiving time. So I want to give thanks for the abundance that I've been blessed with. 
whether it's finding my way out of the black hole abyss of opiate addiction, or finding partnership, or thriving in my vocation, whatever it is, I am so thankful for it. Life wasn't always quite so sunny in these parts. And I know it isn't for everyone out there, so I want you to know, thinking of you, whatever you're going through, and I give thanks for Dave and the Dopey Podcast and the Dopey Nation and the sense of community, togetherness, and free exchange of ideas that goes down. It is a great importance to me. So thanks to everyone. And we're, of course, forever in debt to Dave's priceless advice. With that, I'll say stay safe, Dopey Nation, but me not say toodles. think there is too much begets in the world <laughs> i wonder if he smells like weed like when he gets home i wonder if he smells like weed man <laughs> you know <laughs> he smells like weed man when i worked on the farm i would come home i was on a dairy farm and my clothes would be soaked in milk and then my truck got milk in it when did you work in a dairy farm when i was a teenager you didn't smell like shit you smelled like milk i smelled like milk and sometimes shit but then I would take my clothes off in the garage and I had clothes to change into or something. Like, I just smelled like milk all the time. It was awful. Well, I'm sure we... Sour milk. You smell like milk, man. <laughs> where's the milk? <laughs> you smell like sour you milk, man. Milk. <laughs> Where, where's the milk at, man? Okay, I want to read... Um, I'm going to read a uh, fucking email. This looks like a long fucking email. It's like four pages. I don't know, man. Hold on. And I'm grateful to be sober. I just look forward to being on a morphine drip when I'm dying. There's nothing wrong with that. I got the white stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. The liquid white. (laughs) You got the liquid white. Liquid white. The calves love it. This is a long... Can I read this? It's too long. No, it's it's way too long. But it's a dopey one. I'm going to read it. Should I read it? I'm going to try. It's so long. Oh, my God. No. All right, hold on. Let me see if the... Oh, it's not full page. It's fucking full pages. No, no, no. No, I got to read it. Take a picture of it and put it on Dopey Nation. Take a picture of it. Hold on. How could this be the whole email? All right, I'm reading it. Sorry, Dopey Nation. Dear Dave, I've recently discovered your podcast and wanted to let you know how meaningful it's been to me. I quit drinking five years ago on Thanksgiving. Two months after I quit... Oh, this is not, this is not the long one. This is a short one. Okay. And this is not a dopey one. This is a sad one. Uh, two months after I decided to quit, my older brother died of a heroin overdose, overdose. He was an addict, had been in recovery for 27 years, but had an accident, accident that left him in pain and permanently disabled. Unbeknownst to me, they put him on oxy. He was depressed and welcomed it. This is crazy. We were just talking about this. Uh, then one thing led to another and a year after the accident, his two children found him dead at his desk. I have two children and I was just saying that I want to be on a morphine trip. be you. I hope not. His death made sobriety easier for me to maintain, but also left me even more confused about my brother's disease. Fortunately, I was never attracted to anything other than alcohol. I drank a lot, was around the other shit, but never really understood the appeal. So that's where Dopey comes in. It helped, it's helped me to hear just how fucked my brother really was. 
I thought he was on stable ground after 27 years of being clean, but you and your guests have helped me see how fragile and nuanced it all is, and you're helping me find a way to forgive him. Take care of yourself and those around you. Hope you have a good day. It's very sad. Very sad. I was just reading about the numbers for opiate overdoses have gone up so much in the last year. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a record high this year. It's a record high, probably linked to uh, COVID and fentanyl. Oh, the deaths are definitely linked yeah. to fentanyl. Um, I'm sorry about this guy's brother, and I only make jokes because I, I enjoy making jokes and because I want to have a good time. Yeah, but uh, I'm incredibly happy in my sobriety. Um, I just can't lie and say I didn't like getting high. Right. We but all I, did. We all did. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. But I but I enjoy, I love my recovery. I love my life. Don't I always tell you how grateful I am every day, Ray? On a daily basis, aren't I always telling you how grateful <laughs> no. I am? What do I usually do? <laughs> You're like, I'm so upset. <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I usually upset about? Oh my about? God, how am I going to deal with this problem? <laughs> Fucking hell, man. It looks like, it looks like, speaking of upset, it looks like I'm about to start Christmas holiday doing customer service again. This, this is comedy gold. Oh God, help us. <laughs> Um, let's I, I got a Cassis sandwich. <laughs> oh my God. Listen, Dopey Nation, by the way, if you want anything from Katz's, don't write me about it. I don't want to <laughs> fucking know about it. The Dopey discount was never honored at Katz's, so it's not going to be honored now. And I'm talking to you, Steve Schneider. If you want anything, <laughs> fucking go on the website. No, I'm Come just kidding. Come to New York. Come to New York. Steve Schneider, if you need anything, you know where I am. But anybody else, just fucking leave me alone with the Katz's stuff. I've got tons of Dopey shit to sell you, though. Um, let's see what else we got in the old voicemail thing. I think we should hear from Misty before we go. What do you think? Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to Dave and family and to the Dopey Nation. It's Misty, your Dopey Fairy. This past four months has been some of the lowest I've experienced since active addiction. I am ever grateful to Dave and the Dopey Podcast for once again keeping me company through my darkest of days. For those belly laughs, you know. I'm so fucking grateful to Dave, Jamie, Allie, Jax, and Jessica Lee for loving me unconditionally. Dopey Nation, please reach out if you are struggling. Fuck shame. Stay strong, Dopey Nation, and fucking toodles for Chris. I just want to say I love you, Misty. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for the voicemail. Misty sent me a ton of fucking dopey, dopey shit. Yeah, she sent me a ton too. Like, no, she sent me like the end of the Dopey Fairies merch. Fucking, oh, oh. She like she like purged the dopey bootleg shit. So I have a ton of shit, oh. and I'm not generous like Misty. I'm just gonna leave it in my attic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I maybe maybe I'll, I'll I'll parse out a bit of it here and there. But there's some cool shit on the dopey set. Do you know what we're doing now on a uh, dopey Patreon slash YouTube, Ray? No, we are tasting. Every Ben and Jerry's flavor that exists, right? You do that. You, you're already doing we that. We are reviewing them on YouTube, and then we are going to go to Burlington, oh. and I'm going to demand that Ben and Jerry's make a dopey flavor, maybe dough, D-O-U-G, <laughs> dopey dough. Cookie dough. Dope, dopey, 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 dough, dough. And, um, and we're going to get a flavor, and they're going to give money to addicts. Oh. Would you like to come on the YouTube and taste some Ben and Jerry's with us? Sure. You would? Yeah. All right. Terrific. I but can't wait. Next week, maybe? Ben and Jerry's had a thing where like the CEO can never make more than the lowest paid worker. I don't know. That put them in a like a, a tough place because 
they're trying to get a CEO and they're like, the pay is 200,000. Yeah, we can pay you like 50 bucks an hour. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, that means they pay the lowest worker well there. Maybe they raised that. Yeah. Right. But they have, I mean, who knows? We, we, this we'll, is like years ago. We'll take a deep dive into the Ben and Jerry's world. They also won't like sell ice cream in Israel. I don't think anymore. Oh, I think they're done with that. So it's going to be interesting to see how my Ben and Jerry's plan turns out. Um, Hold on, let's see if my dad wants to come on. Hey, dad. Looks like my dad, surprise, surprise, wants to be on the Thanksgiving special. Daddy, could you walk slower than that? What are you doing? Is your, is your apartment so grand that it takes you that it's long to walk the here? West Wing. Hello, everybody. Hi. Would you like to wish the Dopey Nation a happy Thanksgiving? Hold on. What are you grateful for, old timer? Um, I'm grateful for my family and happy that my son is good. Very happy. That's it? Well, I got a good fantasy basketball team. <laughs> he fucking suckered me into joining the fantasy basketball league. He's in first place. I'm in no, last place. I'm not in first place. No, no, no. But I am in third, hoping to get the first. And David is not in last place. He's only in eighth place. Which he take he like he like says he tries I it's weird because you don't put me down, but he tries to sucker me in trades where he can benefit <laughs> of the, my bad decision. Well, no, I haven't made it yet, though. I'm trying hard to make a good trade, though. We'll see. We'll see. Is there anything you want to say about the show, criticize or anything before you go for the Dopey Nation? Absolutely not. It's absolutely perfect the way it is. What do you think about LeBron James punching that guy in the face? Uh, Shameful. How about Melo coming to New York and not being able to hit a shot? That was good. Yeah, that was excellent. I liked it. No, the Knicks had a big win last night. This is after Thanksgiving. I hope you all had a very wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank you for putting perspective on this thing. That was a wonderful experience, Dan. Do you, you have anything you want to say about the show? No. I mean, you're doing great. You're doing very well. It's, uh, it's happening, yes, as you say. Do you want to read, uh, you want no. to read a review? <laughs> no. No review? No. All right. Thank you, Dan. Oh, no. Goodbye. Thank you. What? No. Yeah, I'm going to miss the train. Here, we're going to play one more voicemail from Joe, and then we're going to go. Hey, this is Joe from Delray Beach, Florida, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and especially the Dopey Nation. I'm grateful for the podcast. It got me through some rough times last year, and I'm also grateful for all the people on Dopey Zoom. Got me through some rough times here and there, and in recovery, I'm most grateful for being present in the world. I'm no longer a walk, you know, the walking dead. I still might be a little burnt, but I remember what I did yesterday and last year. Um, a stupid story in recovery. I've done a lot of stupid things in recovery. Most of them aren't that interesting. Uh, the only thing I could think of was uh, I had a couple weeks clean I needed to pay the rent at a halfway house. I got this job working for a crew, working with a crew of guys that were laying cement, cement pool decks. And these guys were drinking beers and taking oxy and smoking pot all the time, which was nothing I wasn't used to. But um, I was clean for the first time in 20 years. And uh, so one day they're in the van and they're trying to roll a big joint and they keep breaking the papers. And uh, 
So I'm like, give me that. And I cleaned the weed for them because they weren't even cleaning the weed and it was full of stems and seeds. And I cleaned the weed for them and I rolled them a perfect, nice, fat joint. And uh, then I got out of the van so I wouldn't get a contact blit and get kicked out of my halfway house. And, uh, you know, then I told a friend of mine the next day who had a couple of years clean because I thought it was funny. I still think it's funny. I'm like, these idiots didn't even know how to roll a joint. And I showed him how to roll a joint. And he got all serious. And he's like, oh, you shouldn't have done that, man. And I'm like, what's the big deal? And it wasn't a big deal. But later on, you know, it did make sense to me. If I keep hanging around stuff like that, eventually I am going to get high again. But anyway, grateful to be alive. Stay strong, Dopey Nation. Toodles for Chris. Peace out. All right. Thank you, Joe. I, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't know. Rolling a joint in recovery, that's an interesting kind of situation. I don't know if I would do it. Would you roll somebody a joint in recovery? Sure, you would sure. do it. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I might Why? do it. I don't know. Yeah. He's yeah. in a van and there's smoke. You might breathe it in. I was, I was, where was, where were we? We were someplace recently and there was just, Oh, Times Square. Oh, everyone, yeah. everyone is fucking high. Yeah. Everyone's smoking weed. I was trying to get contact high. It didn't, it didn't happen. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's true. I don't think it's true. Anyway, are you guys getting contact high out there, Dopey Nation? Did you did you get sleepy from your trip to Fen from your turkey? Did, did you hear about the stream in Hawaii that is alcoholic? No. Yes. What's the story? The stream that for some reason the water has alcohol in it. You can drink it and get drunk. Wow. I know. That's interesting. Somebody was hiking and they're like, I smell alcohol. It's coming from this water. It was like fermenting itself somehow. There must have been like fruit in the water or something. <laughs> no, Maybe. No fruiting. I don't know. And then did you hear about this story about all the weed in Connecticut has fentanyl in it now? No. Yeah, there's fentanyl in the bud in Connecticut. So unless you want to get really you high. Grow your own. Grow your own, man. Grow your own, you know, man. The, the minute weed was legalized in New York... And they said, you can have six plants in your apartment. I immediately went to the internet. How do you grow, like how to grow weed in your apartment? But you didn't. I didn't. But that was my first reaction. Like, that's crazy. You're looking for the Delta 8 variety of plants? No, the real guy. Well. Did you know weed seeds are $10 each? So, Ray, why aren't you smoking bud? I don't like weed. So why did you want to grow bud? I, I don't know. That was how my brain reacted to the news that. You can grow illegally tin. I thought I was going to make money. Like, I'll grow it as a cash crop. <laughs> right. I can't it's tell my you. new job. Listen, the Dopey Nation is going to clamor to have you back on again. So I'm shooting for once a month, right? Mm. Well, once a year. Every Thanksgiving. No, every every major holiday. So we have, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do Thanksgiving, Hanukkah. Diwali. Hanukkah, Diwali, Christmas. Uh, sukkahs. I'm, I'm going to throw powder on uh, those. Of you. Valentine's Day. Are we going to build a sukkah on sukkahs? We're going to build a sukkot. <laughs> uh, a sukkahs, yes. Um, on the roof. Sukkot. What is sukkot? I don't know. Um, fucking Purim, Passover, St. Patty's Day, Arbor Day. <laughs> That's not a holiday. I'm sure it is. Christmas and Miss Chris and Dopey Day. So I expect to see a little more of Ray Brown Indigenous in Indigenous People's Day. The, the pastrami eating day. You know, there's like 10 million. There's like Monta Ball Day. There's like all these things. I learned all these because of parking. Like, I love those. Like, wow. There's a holiday I didn't know about and I don't have to move my car. So you're happy to return for the holidays? 
That's what you're saying. Like the entire holidays. Yeah, you're you're so you're happy to do that. No, I didn't say. Okay, that. that's great. Thank you, Ray. This has been a wonderful ex- experience and appearance. I hope I hope you enjoyed Thanksgiving at our house, and I'm, I was really happy to have you there. Yeah, it's, it was really nice. It was delicious. Wonderful. Stay strong. I, I ate two turkey legs. You don't eat meat. <laughs> Should I have them make the soy turkey for you? Yeah, have Susan make the soy turkey for she, she, You can only have one <laughs> slice of soy turkey, Ray. Um, Everybody's always worried about me at Thanksgiving. I'm like, there's so much food. There's like one thing I won't eat. You don't want this episode to end. Oh, yeah. Fucking toodles for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Stay strong, Dopey Nation. Fucking toodles for Chris. Thank you, Ray Brown. It was a pleasure. Bye. So Ray is gone. Thanksgiving is over. It is now Friday, and I'm about to pick up or put up the show. Uh, Our Thanksgiving was incredibly delicious. I had Thanksgiving sandwiches today with Nora, and I I did it up. I got us rolls. Nora doesn't like a seated roll. I had a sesame seated roll for me, plain one for her. Turkey, potatoes, stuffing, sweet potatoes. I like cranberry. She doesn't. And gravy to dip. Fucking incredible sandwich making and i'm not sure that i put this last ad in but i have to which is that if you're an aspiring or an established podcaster you should totally try zencaster they hook it all up they connect you with your guests like on the app if you want to record with your friend you both just go into zencaster you see each other you hear each other there's a secured cloud backup and automatically generated transcripts it's like heaven man check it out for 30 bucks off by using the promo code dopey podcast at z-e-n-c-a-s-t-r.com and before we go i don't know if i was very clear about how grateful i am to um to be sober 100% but I'm also incredibly grateful to you guys in the Dopey Nation who participate, who help out, who are just like a big part of the scene and I'm just grateful to make Dopey. I'm grateful for you guys to listen. I, I have a, a a smattering of gratitude. I, I often have it, but I feel it more pronounced around Thanksgiving. I hate thanking people because then I forget to thank people, but I'm going to read a a list of people that I would like to thank. I would like to thank Sam, first of all, for slaving on the Dopey with me. I want to thank Ray for making his humble return. Dopey Drez for showing up at the end. Love that. Fucking Nat. Nat Kingsley from Recovery in the Middle Ages podcast, which is a great podcast. You should check it out. Nat tirelessly works on Dopey Marketing. If you see a Facebook ad... You should thank Nat. Katie for fucking coming up with the Kahoot every week, uh, every month on uh, Dopey Patreon. Fucking Don for selling Dopey ads. Kira for doing it all. Fucking who else? My dad, I guess. Sure. Linda. And fucking Butchie. Fucking Butchie comes through in the clutch. He makes all these incredible Dopey graphics with the different people in the Dopey-O. And um, I just want to thank everybody. Anybody that I missed... I thank you. Misty, I thank you for your tireless efforts. Dave Mascalani used to write me a, a message with every show. He's, he's slacked on that. But I miss, I miss it. I thank you for all the old messages. I thank you, Paulina, for reposting. I thank you, Facebook administrators. Andrew, I don't know what happened to him. He's gone. Out of pocket. Catherine in Canada. Leah Lemberg. 
and anybody else who helps make Dopey so dopey, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And if I missed you, remind me and I'll thank you next week. And let's give Justin England a shout out just because he likes him so much. Fuck it. All right. Here's a couple last minute. Oh, and Scotty, fucking Scott Wick for all of his shenanigans. Not to mention the fact that he puts out the message. He used to get people to retweet my tweets. Thank you, Scott. I'm going to shut up now. I hope I see all of you guys at the free dopey Patreon Zoom. Here's a couple of last minute dopes with gratitude, including Liz Ann, who I would like to give my condolences uh, about your friend and your raccoon. Um, but we love you, Lizanne. And thank you for everything you do for making the scene so much more robust. Stay strong, Dopey Nation. I know Chris would have loved all this stuff. Fucking toodles for him. And um, hopefully I'll see a bunch of you tomorrow. Later. Up, Dave? It's Lizanne here. Just wanted to drop you a line and let you know how thankful I am for you and Dopey Nation and Dopey Podcast. Um, 2021 has somehow been more bullshit, uh, than 2020 for me. And, um, I know this is true because I've had vertigo since August. Um, and my dopes have never stopped showing up for me. Um, I always think I'm going to use up my credit with people. Like, they're eventually going to get tired of the bullshit and not be there. But every single day, my dopes show up for me, and I show up for them. And it's really what keeps me going in recovery. Um, Also, super thankful that the Raiders beat Dallas yesterday. Yeah. Uh, That was the cherry on my Thanksgiving pie. Um, I hope everyone's having a nice holiday. And uh, stay strong, Dopey Nation, and fucking toodles for Chris. Hey, yo, Dopey Nation, it's Butchie. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Uh, Stay strong, Dopey Nation, and fucking toodles for Chris. Happy, happy Thanksgiving, Dopey Nation. This is Leah in North Carolina. Oh, goodness. This will be my 12th, 11th or 12th sober Thanksgiving. It is absolutely my favorite holiday. There's nothing better than uh, mindlessly eating tons of food. Uh, And now to be able to do it with a family that's all healed together in recovery is an absolute treat, um, really and truly. So grateful for that. I trust that everyone in the Dopey Nation will have a better Thanksgiving this week than they could have imagined when they were out there using. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. What's up, Dave? What's up, Dopey Nation? This is Scott Wick. Just wanted to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and a safe holiday. Stay strong and toodles for Chris. Stay strong, Dopey Nation. I want to take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good. Until I get some money in my pocket, then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood. But I want to be good so bad. want to be so good, so bad, so bad. I want to be good so bad. Bad desire's all I ever had. And I want to take a ride up in the sky. Watch this airplane just pass me by And I want to see a Lear jetliner take a dive Just to show all of these people what it means
be so good, so bad, so bad. I wanna be good, so bad. Bad desires, all I ever had. And my shadows get smaller and smaller. And it's time to where I stand. Shadows getting smaller and smaller. And it's time to where I stand. Busted city far behind. I'll take the high road, however far it winds, because peace and love are very, very, very hard to find. And I wanna be good so bad. Wanna be good so bad, so bad. I wanna be good so bad. Bad desires, all I ever had. Damn it, all these suckers make me mad And it's all I ever had And it's all I ever had And these suckers make me mad And I wanna call my dad And it's all I ever had 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 And these suckers make me mad And it's all I ever had And I wanna call my dad And it's all I ever had And it's all I ever had